Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Close Enough Podcast. I'm joined today by the always fashionable Ie Poon, the founder of the up-and-coming fashion brand Some Asian PH. In this episode, we'll be talking about design, sustainable fashion, and learn just what it takes to follow your dreams and to make the things that you're truly passionate about. Remember, take a deep breath, take it easy, and enjoy the episode. So, hi, hey, thanks for joining me. Hi, hi, Ben. Well, you're very Thank welcome. You welcome to the show. So let's um, start this off with something really simple. How are you? Oh, I am <laughs> awesome. I was really looking forward to sit down with you. I know we're supposed to talk about designing mm-hmm. and conceptualizing and everything in between. So I have my water here to keep me hydrated because I do have the tendency <laughs> to talk a lot. But hopefully you get a thing or two from this short conversation. I'm How really good. I'm really good. I was really looking forward to this, you know. Um, when when um, when I got recommended you, like to talk to you and everything, and then I saw, you know, all your designs and everything, man. That's I was really excited. Uh, design was actually one of the first few things oh, I really you. wanted to talk about to begin with. Thanks so much. I know. I heard from my friend, mm-hmm. Kristen. She's the one who Yeah, I had so much fun me. with her. I had yeah. so much fun with her. They're great. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, tell me something about yourself. <laughs> okay. Oh, where to start? <laughs> so, I've always longed to be included in the fashion industry. So, that's the reason I took up fashion design mm-hmm. and merchandising in college. So in college, I like to play with unconventional materials, making clothing out of anything else other than fabric. I mean, I think it is the best time where That's I can true. experiment in my designer career. So my thesis, I called it an ode to our dying land. It was a three-piece collection made from manipulated wow. used plastic. So there. So fast forward, so our culminating activity was actually, or our thesis is a fashion show, which is really cool because compared to paperwork, I, I was just going to say that. Yeah, that's true. Show. I'd watch your fashion shows, actually. I'd see um, my friends, a lot of my friends from fashion design that invite me. Uh, and I'd just sit in and I'd watch them, like, you know, fix up their models and everything. I'd, I'd watch them make their clothes. Like, people would stay up so late. They stay in school so late fixing their clothes, right? And yes. you're you're the crazy yes. ones. Yes, and so many. Exactly, because you're the crazy ones. Because you'd, you'd <laughs> yeah, literally are. like walk into school at like six a.m. with your with your model with a bust, <laughs> and like your sewing kit and everything. Those yeah. are crazy. <laughs> and the, the sewing, sewing machine. machine. <laughs> we have to bring oh our own. Gosh. How is yeah. how is that whole thing though? Like how is um. The whole process of you know conceptualization from paper and thinking of what material to use i guess and um actually making something tangible and, and wearable how is that if you work with the group of people who wants the same goal as you mm-hmm. it's quite intimidating at first because be honest it feels like you have to compete to be the best but if you go through um, the years with the same set of people, you'll just end up working together. And then you'll realize that you guys don't really have the same 
let's say same style or same field, but then you'll still end up working oh. together. I guess it's because we share the common goal of like we just really want to create. We just really want to show our stuff out there. So it's really inspiring. At first, it was intimidating, but then it ends up being inspiring. And I have a lot of close people that I really value in my life now, who are also mm-hmm. in the industry. So how how did this how did how did this thing um, start for you? Like personally, of course, the whole designing, getting into designing. Getting into design. Okay, so <laughs> to mm-hmm. be honest, when I was young, um, I don't know if you still know ETC channel. I am. Still I familiar really with am, yeah. that channel. Yeah. Okay. So I'm. Not sure, I'm not sure if it's still up now because uh, Netflix is taking over. But when I was young, I used to watch mm-hmm. a lot of ETC, and I really like mm-hmm. it, like a lifestyle channel. And then there's like little um, Project Runway and mm-hmm. America's Next Top Model. So when I, my mom and I would really wait for that show and then we'd watch it together. And then it's just so amazing how people can mm-hmm. think on the spot and conceptualize something and then turn it mm-hmm. into something else. There. So I was such a fan of how people just conceptualize and make something, something quick. Like you have to decide on the spot and mm-hmm. you have to make it look great. So I just felt like that moment in my life. I wanted to be a designer or maybe a model, pero na slash out to the model. Why not? Midway in my life. <laughs> so, designer now. You can definitely do both, man. <laughs> I'll stay behind the <laughs> backstage. Oh, I see. So, um, actually, something caught my attention, which was so you mentioned your thesis was reused plastic. Is that right? Yeah. Um, yes. Well, me, you know, uh, if I can share, I, um, back when I was in, yeah, when I was in school, and a lot of we would do a lot of our projects uh, for architecture. I've always been drawn to, you know, reusable, sustainable design, especially you know with construction materials. But then bring that idea into fashion. I mean, I've seen people use paper. You know, I've seen people use seaweed, cardboard. Um, for for clothes, bags, you know, but then plastic. Yeah. That's that's really interesting. T- uh, tell me about that. Okay, so the inspiration for my design, for my collection was actually um, the fact that plastic is now an epidemic. Like it's it always is. at the yeah. tip of our fingertips. So, and a lot of times, like we have the plastic that's only just a one-time use. So we have like the paper, uh, the plastic, sorry, not paper. Plastic mm-hmm, bottles. Yeah. You have the plastic cups. We used mm-hmm. once, then we throw it away. So I was, I'm really um, into also moving towards the sustainability side of uh, the fashion industry. Though there's a lot more things to tackle. Like sustainability is not mm-hmm. only about the materials; it's about the process, mm-hmm. the people. But during my thesis time, like this is, it's more of the message that I want to share that. Um, we have to, that's why I t- entitled my um, collection The Old Door Dying Land because this is what's happening now and it, it's not going to be, it's not gonna, what do you call it, like, lessen by the next near years. Like, it's going to make it worse as long as we keep doing what we're doing right now. So, actually, that thesis, I was 
I I was I felt so I felt mm-hmm. so humbled <laughs> with my thesis because that led me to getting the highest award from our fashion industry from the thesis oh from goodness. our fashion wow. batch. So I was awarded that. Yeah. Congratulations! It's so yeah. Overwhelming, and I'm really thankful. It's it's great. It's also great that I was able to put out the message and. My mentors, you know, John Herrera and then Andre Chang, people who are already established in the industry, they were really helpful in terms of their comments. And yeah, I just really want it out there, you know, guys, come on, That's watch true. it, stop it. That's something people have to be more um, aware of, really. And it's nice to know that um, mm-hmm. there's so many industries out there that are actually incorporating these things into their design because a lot more often than not people don't really think about it you know we don't really give it a second thought and we always just sort of you know we push it we push it aside like oh it's the manufacturer's fault or it's fast food and things like that but i mean the truth is the way i see it is if we're just creative enough to want to do something about it don't you think like we'll be we'll actually be able to come to a solution i think that's really nice have, has this helped yes. you? Um, have you started a, a brand? Because I wasn't. I was going to ask you about. Um, I saw your some of your clothes, by the way, and I was going to ask you if that mm-hmm. was part of maybe a collection that you're trying to start, or w- what is this? Um, for um, the thesis, I haven't moved forward from mm-hmm. my own designer brand. I started um, a retail brand, so I started okay. summation, mm-hmm. which we can talk about later on. But it's not really more on the experimental fashion because I think if I take over the experimental fashion side, I feel like I have a lot more to learn. So I just don't want to mm-hmm. jump into it blindsided. You know, I want to be equipped with the right knowledge and tools before I pursue um, using unconventional. That materials. is a pretty big industry to to tackle for sure. Is that? Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, I mean. No, go ahead. Yeah, sorry. Yes. So, like, frankly speaking, we don't have the resources to really get deeper into learning more about unconventional materials and turning them into, let's say, clothing or fabric. Really? Here in the Philippines. So, if I really want to broaden my, yes, because if I want to broaden my knowledge, like. For instance, let's say in Europe, there's going to be a class, just like a whole oh, wow. year of studying about sustainability. And it, and that's, yeah, it's something that you, if you really want to pursue this, if I really want to pursue this, I, I want to know what mm-hmm. they offer there so I can yeah. bring it back here. But so far, sadly enough, we don't have that kind of broad knowledge or maybe that kind of person to mm-hmm. teach us here in the Philippines. So I guess also like the lack mm-hmm. of resources here, you can't really keep moving forward, you know, just not knowing, let's say, cassette, yeah. okay, let's say plastic. If you burn plastic, then you're still, creating, you're still emitting something else. So you can't yeah. just burn behind the plastic. Yeah, so I, I guess it's just taking one, considering one, aspect of it like you can't just do something and then not know the consequences behind that, it. i mean it's really scientific learn. especially when it comes to plastic is plastic's really tricky you know mm-hmm. 
Yes. Yes. It's so, I mean, I understand that it's like the cheapest alternative to most of the things that we need. It's just, mm-hmm. it has a longer effect. Well, we turned into a sustainability. Because <laughs> it's really interesting. I, I, um, out of all the ones, you know, out of all the the designs I've seen, this is something that kind of really, um, I kind of resonated with, you know. And you seem to, you know, to be really interested in it. Oh, <laughs> I am. I am. I really. I'm just hoping that I get the chance to really broaden my knowledge, so I can just bring it back here or maybe pass it on so you know people need it's knowledge it's learning Mm -hmm. it's education that we need most of us are really talented but we just lack knowledge you should go for it is that something you you've wanted to do or and your plans for the future yeah yeah i never really i never really said this out loud but yes it's something i want to do and i'm so scared but it's that's all part of it, man. Being scared is a good sign. That means you want it enough. That's true. Yes. And being scared is the only way you know exactly. there is still growth. Oh my goodness. I like that. I really like that. <laughs> okay, so you mentioned um, you started a brand. Uh, did you start this brand, Some Asian? Am I right? Did you start this alone? Yeah. Or do you have friends? Okay, so I... Oh, mm-hmm. I started it alone, but I'll tell you a short back if it's okay that I'll, I'll share with of you course. how it all began. Okay. So, if you follow mm-hmm. me on Instagram, or like most of my followers on Instagram would know that this is my personal mm-hmm. Instagram, not submission. So, it has been a dilemma for me, like if I should stay being practical mm-hmm. or follow my passion. Because when I was before I started some Asian, I had a desk job. So I was working for okay. Remova. No, I'm Are you sorry. familiar with what, Remova? What is this company? Oh, Remova is the... Oh, Remova. Okay, the one okay. That has the so I, I misread you. Okay. Yeah, that one. I love that brand. <laughs> okay. Please sponsor me. <laughs> Please sponsor <laughs> oh, me. <laughs> so I was working for Remova. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, Remova. <laughs> I'm not connected now. So maybe in another life. Okay. <laughs> So I was doing well in my job. So actually, when I w- entered that job, um, I wanted to know if I was for the merchandising, so mm. the business side of fashion, or I wanted to do designing. Okay. This is after graduation. So I got into that because I I haven't been I didn't tackle a lot of merchandising in college. Puro design kami. So if you saw yung floor namin, it's all design, Mostly not much true. of the business mm. side. So I wanted to learn here. And then when I got there, I didn't really have any background knowledge on merchandising. But um, within six months, like it was, I learned what I needed to learn. It was so not really easy, but it was more on, what do you call it? Like the system is like an easy going system. Like you'd know what to do next. Like you'd follow a system there. That's mm-hmm. the term. You'd follow a system. So it's easy. Then after that, like within my year of staying at company, so I was promoted already as brand, man- brand manager associate, which was more fun because you get to see like 360 degrees of the company. So it was really hard for me to leave because I was really like the exposure there was great. The learnings 
great. Like I was working on um, different aspects that's not yeah. in my field. However, when 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 you have a calling, you feel like it's really for you, and then no matter what you do, it's not it's not gonna mm-hmm. go away. So I keep thinking about my design okay. field. So even though everything else was great, like I keep thinking about pursuing my passion. But then again, the pandemic happened. So when it happened, then it was really difficult to leave my current job because, you know, people were losing their jobs, stores were closing, then our company was trying to survive. You know, it's it's so difficult. It was, it really took a toll on all of us. Like, not, not even, not only mentally, not only socially, like even financially, it was really difficult. So I said, it's it was sad because I was really frustrated that I really want to design but I can't I feel like it's the wrong mm-hmm. time to leave and then and then you know me because I'm a time person like I like to invest my time on something that matters to me so when I feel like it's not gonna be something I want to do in the future I feel like I'm just wasting my time you know it's like when you try to seed something yeah. in my field, th- yeah, that's what I want to do. Yeah. So one day, yes. So one day I saw my my mom. My mom, she just pulled me out okay. there and she talked to me. She was like, Anak, kung gusto mong bumalik sa design, susuportahan ka namin. So mahirap simula, pero yan talaga gusto mo, simulan mo na. Oh, she's my mother. <laughs> that's so heartwarming, <laughs> You know, I had like <laughs> I had a lot yeah. of thoughts in my mind, and I never really opened up mm-hmm. to her about it because what she sees now is like you know, like just her child going to work. But I never really talked to her about it because I don't want her mm-hmm. to worry about me. For young twenties now, hindi ko pa alam gagawin ko So yon, so sa sobrang cheesy niya na iyak ako ng slide. But I took it. <laughs> I took it talaga. I took that incident as a sign that okay, I will return yeah. to the na. I like. So yon. So parang my mom. <laughs> it's my mom talaga who pushed me. <laughs> I think kasi nasisense even if you you know the parents instinct. If you don't say anything, it's, they, they can. can still That's be That's the mother's you. instinct, man. They all, they all have it. They all have yeah. it. Yeah. That's really nice. It is. It's a, it's something you you just acquire. <laughs> it's something you acquire once you get a kid. Yeah. You can't learn it. That's so sweet of her though. So supportive. I love that. Yeah. Pang Jolly B commercial. So there's a Oh oh my gosh. That's so cute. So you know, since you're well, sorry. Um to talk about, you know, your dilemma. I mean, that's something that I've been learning uh, recently from from the people I've been talking to. Um, when it comes to something you're really passionate about, it's really difficult to balance something that you want to do and something that you have to do. You know, and it's yes, and it's even harder true. when the thing you want to do is the thing you have to do. That makes it even harder. You know. Yes. And. Correct. Have you had any doubts about this? About you know designing and, and creating? 
was there a part of you i know you always wanted to do it but was there a part of you that was kind of doubtful i want to say yes okay i'll say yes i'll say yes because the first time i was doing it like it took me three months to do like a trial and error on the cloud masks so that one item we had to i had to do it in from scratch and then the pattern was entirely um Mm-hmm. Yeah, unique. So I had to try it, try it, and then you know it's been years since I <laughs> held a sewing machine. So it was like you know, I was starting, it was like I was starting again. And then not to mention the war flashbacks oh of college life. So imagine how yeah, overwhelming. Because yeah. <laughs> my first few years was sitting on a desk and working with a laptop. You know, not really working on those with kinds hands, of tools yeah. again. And then when I started and. Mm-hmm. Yes, it was very um, intimidating. I was, it's really blood, sweat, and tears. And I'm not exaggerating. It's like oh really gosh, blood, sweat, yeah. and tears. I can only imagine. <laughs> but I, I, gave, I, I gave up a lot of times. Like within those two months, I told my sister, na parang hindi ko kaya, can't do this. And then she told me, keep trying lang. So parang I tried, siguro mga fifth, um, na pattern ko, fifth sample. Medyo nabubuo na siya ng maayos. So, I was like, okay, baka kaya mo And then, there. So, I guess, yes, I did have a lot of doubts. But then, the feeling that comes after when you succeed is, it pays mm-hmm. it all back. <laughs> like, I'm so happy I didn't give up. Especially when the people that buy from you really enjoy your product and you see people wearing it, I'm pretty sure. Yes. It's almost like um Super, like it's the the best feeling. People ever. have to and you need that. You really need that though. You need to see you know the fruits of your labor talaga. Because a lot of people it's hard for them, you know. Especially when I can see how people get so burned out working in um corporate jobs, you know. Yes. It's true. I mean it wasn't it was an eye opener also when I shifted my like when I had my own business, mm-hmm. being in a corporate world, I think I'm okay where mm-hmm. I am. Maybe to some people, that's where they're meant to be. But I really know now that it's not that's for me. To each his own, really. So, you, um, is this something you're doing full-time? Yes. yes, this is something full-time now. So, actually, this is what's been taking wow. most of my time. The core center of my career life is some Asian. And then... The next would be my guinea pigs. <laughs> I saw that. What what is this? What are these guinea pigs? Guinea pigs are like huge hamsters, so they can grow as big as a cat, <laughs> but they're rodents. Wait, they're so you, they're yeah, so cute. Are you selling them, or are they your pets? No, I'm not. I had, I had they're my pets, so we had one before. Oh no. She died. So recently we just wanted, and then we just planned to get two. I don't know how we ended up with six, but we just wanted That's so two. So cute! <laughs> you know, you know the only thing I think of when I hear guinea pig. You know, you know G Force. You know that movie. <laughs> yeah, G Force. Yeah. It's a horrible movie. It's a horrible movie. Yeah. 
<laughs> oh my gosh, that's so funny. So, um, mm-hmm. we have more. Coming. Oh, sorry, we have more coming because, like, one of them oh, is. Wow. Like, I just want to say that. <laughs> wow, I heard you know. I heard you can't touch their babies, right? Yeah, you can't. You have to let them give birth, and then, or oh, they might no. eat them. We don't want that. Yeah. <laughs> That's scary. Okay. Um, okay. So going back to some Asian. So this is solely yours. So you started this on your own, right? Yes, I started mm-hmm. this on my own. But I don't want to get all the credit because a lot of people pushed me mm. to get where I am. Because I really have like if I don't get mm-hmm. to my goal on my deadline, I mm-hmm. get disheartened. And then I tried to give up. But then a lot of people really, you know, believed in me. So I owe it to those people. <laughs> universe. I owe it to those people. Those, those people are <laughs> crucial. It's really crucial, especially, you know, when you're trying to create something. I mean, in, in the whole, you know, in the arts industry, wow, in the arts industry, we really need those people with us, you know. And we it's really a support system. It doesn't matter what field you're in, you know, it's just, there has to be someone out there to believe in what you're doing. You know, and it's nice. Mm-hmm. Yes, we, it, we, we have, we to, have stay to stay sane. sane. And I think in our industry, like being in the art industry, most of the time, our enemy exactly. is ourselves. Because we oh tend to You have no idea how many times I almost gave up on this podcast because of that. <laughs> I mean, you know. Oh, don't give up. <laughs> well, thank you. Yep. No, I keep on telling myself that because you know, <laughs> it's it's really tricky now, especially that we're just home every day and it's the same, you know, mundane routine, and you're left with, you know, the same thoughts in your head. And what really is hard, I guess, and I, I what you said, like what you said, was the time. You know, it takes time to really do something. It really does, and we get so we get so pressured. Yeah. Yeah, we get so pressured, true. but. Mm-hmm. That's true. I think it's also like I'm not sure if it's our generation, but I I'm not speaking for everyone, but maybe speaking mm-hmm. for my own experience. I feel like because of our technology now, we feel like everything is so fast that we're like But really, we have our own future. You know, we just gotta do it. We just gotta start exactly. somewhere. It's we're in the era of Insta, Insta everything, Instagram. You know, instant yeah. noodles, you know, everything is just a bilisan. It's so quick. And we we sort of lose ourselves in that. And I'm I'm really proud. I really like um I'm just really happy that you found a way to express yourself and at the same time create something that's actually, you know, functional that people can actually use. Yeah. So talking about Yeah, so, sorry, go ahead. Um no no. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> I just had So, you. talking about um, your design and talking about the things you've made, can I pick your brain for a bit? So, I want to know how you design. Like, um, you don't have to talk about just your brand now. You can talk about how your thought process was back in college or, or maybe, um, yeah, like mm-hmm. the things that have helped you achieve your uh, design aesthetic. Okay, so when I design, when I design, I actually work around my mm-hmm. intuition. 
and my emotions. So it's more on what I put out there is more on me telling a story on a specific event maybe of my life or maybe something that will relate to my consumers. So I'll take um, the cloud mask for an example. So the reason why the cloud mask was formed was because during the pandemic, you know, I'm a very social person. I like going out and then meeting my friends. I think us are. And then when we were forced, when we had a, no choice to be locked indoors for everyone's safety, you know, it was really, it was new. It was um, something you have to absorb. Mm-hmm. And then something you'll not get used to immediately, but then, you know, now I'm kind of used to it. But during those times, it was kind of difficult. And then if you notice, like during the pandemic, a lot of times the skies, they were beautiful. Like there was a time it, it was so like clear. bright orange. Yeah. super bright orange. Yes. And then there was a time mm-hmm. that it was pink. And purple, so I just know that. And then I would take photos, and then people would go like, "Same." Um, I would post it in my Instagram, and then it was the same OMG look. Mm-hmm. Din sa amin. So that's how Cloud Mask was formed. It was actually inspired by mm-hmm. the sky, and how when we are all like staying mm-hmm. under our roof, we still are somehow connected. So wow. it's like me um, sharing a piece myself that connects like I know if I if I get it out there let's say I, I'll tell you what I'm experiencing mm-hmm. you'll get it because it's something that we're all experiencing no it makes sense like I want to make everyone feel what how I came up with that it does yeah. item and it's just not like an item yeah it's just not an item it's just something we're all going through but it's not really mm-hmm. what we talk about like we don't get the chance to we talk about it because it's not really something that you think na oh I'll open up to my friend about That's this true. and then yeah. no it's not really when you talk to your friend you're gonna be saying hey how are you then you're chica but not really in a deeper sense na parang oh ito yung feel constantly yeah. you know and I wanna be the kind of designer that you know it's okay to feel those things because I, I felt it and it's okay for you to feel it because mm-hmm. it's normal you know, that, that's how I design. That's, it's more on me telling a story. Um, how I designed my thesis was what I want to tell the, like, what I want to say about the plastic, my message there. So, yeah, basically, the way I design is how I storytell to people. How I put my stuff there is how I storytell. That's a beautiful way to design you, uh, to design through emotion and, and to want to be able to convey that sense of you know like comfort i guess you know comfort that we're all going through the same thing and comfort Mm -hmm. that you know everything's going to be all right i really like that that's really nice and you always need someone even though you say that i'm so independent Mm -hmm. you know we we will need someone you can't do everything on your own always and it's very um it's very reassuring at the same time it's nice to see how you yeah. started with something you know really simple and something quite disposable like a like a face mask you know and and actually put layers of narrative into it to convey a certain emotion that people can carry around you know and it's something it, it comes more or less like a yeah. like a statement you know 
That's really yes. Cool. I, hope, I hope it's getting to. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it is. I mean, I, I I keep it on our side, so they don't forget. That's really nice. People need a reminder. I mean, again, it's it's reassurance. You know, people need reassurance every now and then. So, mm-hmm. yeah, for sure. <laughs> do you um? So do you enjoy <laughs> what you're doing right now? Transitioning from yeah Definitely from work. Mm-hmm. From part. Yes. You know, um, when I I never look back to mm-hmm. my corporate life, and then now that I'm working with mm-hmm. some Asian, it's it, I'm still doing the same stuff. Like I'm doing merchandising, I'm doing sales, but this time mm-hmm. for my own brand, which is much more fulfilling. Like it feels more fulfilling rather than working for someone else's brand. And now I have. Surprisingly, I have more time for myself. Other, like let's say, if I work on my brand, even if I finish that day earlier, then I have more time for other aspects. Let's say my family or <laughs> my guinea pigs. <laughs> but, but um, at the same time, so I feel like I'm seeding uh, my time in my field and still have enough time for other healthy. For my, on, in my life I, I feel like you're seeding your time into yourself you know I mean doing the things that you really love is, is more of a personal growth experience you know rather than it being a business or rather than it being again as I said something that you have to do I think it's something that really helps yeah. you develop and, and learn and so have you been learning like what, what, what are the things you've learned um yourself like have you covered yourself doing this oh my god oh my gosh it was so like if it's Mm -hmm. your brand it's your fault that's (laughs) That's the hard part yeah (laughs) so there's no yeah you have to carry everything and it includes you know um room for for Mm -hmm. mistakes because if you make a mistake you don't have a different branch to point it out that's to. It's true. you. It's yours. So I guess that's what I learned is to really own it up, you know, and then not make the same mistake yeah. next time around or learn from it. Because when I started, I was really, uh, it was a small brand, you know, I didn't expect, I didn't expect that I would be selling, let's say, 20 wow. masks per day when I opened this. Mm-hmm. No, okay, I mean, yeah, when I opened true. it, you know, it's not an expectation. Mm-hmm. So, if, like, you know, customers come to you and then there's something wrong mm-hmm. with their mask, then you have to suck it up. You have to really prioritize your customer. You can't just say, na, no, talaga eh. <laughs> you know, you know. your customers are really important to you. And... You just have. You, I just learned so much now as a person. Like I am super humbled in my in my brand. Like I learned how to adjust to people. I learned. I learned how to talk to people properly, and then I also learned how to manage um, expectations from from customers or from my employee. So I guess it's. In a way, it's very humbling 
because just because you own a business doesn't mean you you're the boss it just basically means you yeah, have okay. to carry it <laughs> you have to be the one going mm-hmm. and that's your choice you know like when when things are going hard you start thinking well i wanted this <laughs> no one has to blame really yeah no one you can't blame anyone it's really your if it's your brand it's your fault but i really like how you know your heart's really into this because a lot of people out there um and this is something i want to to touch um about and to talk about because there are a lot of people out there who are kind of stuck um doing one thing and they're sort of getting lost in the way you know like mm-hmm. they've been in the the business or whatever business they're in for so long and they they've kind of lost track of themselves mm-hmm. and i just want to know that mm-hmm. um what keeps you into this like i know this is something you've been wanting to do but then what keeps you inspired i guess it's really me it's the time i guess when i, I work in mm-hmm. i work in corporate I really realized that the amount of time that I put in my work should be at least the work that I want to do. And it's also the goal. Like, my goal is to really be a designer, but not only any designer. It's really to be, like, more economic mm-hmm. conscious. I mean, not economic, like, more, like, the sustainability yeah. we were talking about. And... Not just design, but design with purpose. So that's my goal. And for me to reach that goal, I have to start doing, you know, stuff out of my comfort zone, which is designing. Because to be honest, when I started Some Asian, you know, people would ask me, why is it named Some Asian? So I, the, what I will explain is because <laughs> I'm someone Asian and then yeah. I would laugh. It's true, yeah. <laughs> I'm someone Asian. <laughs> The truth behind some Asian is I've never been like since college I've never been confident mm-hmm. with my work and the reason why it's someone Asian it's because I'm someone just Asian. someone Asian and it's yes it's not like I'm anyone else or I hid in a way mm-hmm. I hid behind that name because I'm really really not confident about what I do or what I did before, because I feel like there was always mm-hmm. someone better. So, so when when I was thinking about that now, and then I, I changed my ways, you know, I turned it around. And then because once I launched the cloud mask, I looked at how people mm-hmm. reacted to it. And it was very overwhelming. Like, I'm really touched the the most important part of the business or like the most heartfelt moment is when you have a returning customer because how many face masks do you need? <laughs> you just need like you just need like one reusable face mask so the fact that they go back and buy your other design it means that they were really into your design in the first place so that was that's very important to me and then when 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 that happened, when you know I was receiving feedback, and then when I was receiving returning customers, that is when it hit me. Like I don't want to have anxiety, or I don't want to have to think over 
launching any product mm-hmm. anymore. Well, well, the the only thing that I will do is launch the product and then give the customers the opportunity okay. to react to it. So if it doesn't work, then yeah. back to the drawing board. But if it works, then it's great. So, so, so basically, that's my two cents to it. Like, I, I'm not really... I'm not really into overthinking my designs mm-hmm. anymore compared to I was when I was doing some vision. Yeah. Which, yeah, <laughs> I, it's something that you'll have to experience for yourself to get to this point, I think. it's. I mean, I can say as much as what my experience is, but it's different if you experience it on your own. So if you're planning, like if someone's planning to like start a business, you just just go, just start it, because we all have to begin that's somewhere. True. That's what we've been saying. That's exactly, that's the people. lesson for today. <laughs> You're not going to start. <laughs> that's true, yeah. that's true. Overthinking <laughs> is, is another really big hurdle. It really is. Yeah, it's, it's it kills it dreams. You know, overthinking kills dreams. And sometimes um, the gut feeling is the best way to go, you know. You just have to do what we feel and we, if we feel it's right go for it if it doesn't work out well you can try again you can always try again you can try yes and you have endless tries like who said you can just try that's two true. times apparently you have endless and that's tries. the beauty of having a yes yeah, that's the beauty of having a brand um, some asian i feel like will i have so much faith in, in, in what you're doing and i really believe in your message oh, i really do i really do a lot of people need more heart and soul in their work you know a lot of people have to realize that there are people you know it's not just a brand it's you know a person behind the brand mm-hmm. and it's really the amount of work we're all doing i think those mm-hmm. people, yes i agree i think the people they just need someone who can relate to them like if this podcast will help them then that's great if they need someone to talk to, they should open up. Because sometimes it's really scary. Like, for me, remember when I was, like, thinking about leaving my corporate job mm-hmm. and doing my own thing? It was scary because I never even, I, I didn't even get to tell my mother about it. I didn't get to tell my sister about it. It was just in my head. And the if my mom didn't pull me aside and talk to me about it, I wouldn't have, I feel like I wouldn't have learned yeah. this. So it's a big deal that you have to talk to someone. You have to open up and then just take the leap of faith. If it's scary, it means there's growth. So that's my motto in life. If it's scary, then it, then it means you will grow. Scary yeah. equals growth. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but not like horror movies, you know, they're just scary. They're not going to grow there. <laughs> um, okay. So going back to um, you know designing again in, in your brand, um, something a friend of mine wanted to ask you was when you design things, is it something that you like or do you design in a way that you take into consideration what you think other people will like? You know, it's actually both because... Mm-hmm. When I design, uh, like previously what I mentioned, when I design, I designed with emotion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's 
not really when I design a clothing, um, it's not really how I want the outcome to look like, but it's more on will the message get through my customers and my customers, what I'm feeling should be able to be relatable to them. So, you know, I have to consider what I'm feeling, but at the same time, I have to consider, is it something that will push through the people mm-hmm. when I put it out there? So I, when I design, I do consider both. Um, it's difficult to, to be, um, specific because, uh, Initially, we have different kinds of style. So what I when when I put out something, definitely, it will be my style. But I have to take into consideration also the story behind it. Like I can't just let's say if my story is about my feeling is about being in confinement, and then I put hmm. out a tube. You know, that's not really that's in together. But then wearing tube is also. Yeah. So, I have to consider both of me and then my customers. Um, I think, sorry, if you're like expecting a more specific answer, I really can't. I I can't. (laughs) It's really more on me. That makes sense. Um, That makes sense because a lot of people, um, there are a lot of brands out there that, you know, people say they sell out. And when they sell out, they, they kind of lose that whole um, brand identity of, you know, what they wanted, what they started with versus what they're doing now, you know, because they're just listening to what people want. They listen to what's trendy and what, you know, basic, you know, boring old design. And if you do something something trendy, it's probably going to be available in a different store. That's true. So... That's very, it's very difficult. It, I mean, you will have customers, but how many customers will you guys fight for? Like, if you have that specific type of customers only, ilan kayong stores that you're selling? That kind That's of true. So it's really difficult to be trendy. And I think um, to also share, like, from my personal experience, when I was young, um, I like to go thrift shopping. And the best, best feeling is like when you find this super good item at a super good price and then super good quality and you don't see it anywhere else like you don't see it on the racks with different sizes it's just one item that's why i love thrift thrift shopping (laughs) because it's just one item and i think a lot of people are even though if you're trendy even though if you're like after what you see in social media you know a lot of people are also experimenting on their identity so it's really difficult to say if you know being trendy it's okay it's um if you wanna like sell items that are trendy then it's fine but you have to consider also your market yeah you can't you know you can't can't please everyone Yeah, you can't, you can't, you have a specific, and I think based on experience, you will have a market. Like, whatever you put out there, you will have. That's something I learned from, um, it just reminded me of something, you know, Kirsten said, you know, about her mirrors and everything. You've seen what she makes, right? And her designs are very eclectic, as as she said, very eclectic. 
and it's not something that normal people would have the you know classical Filipino homes to have in their house but yeah. I guess to a certain degree the design sort of influence the person you know it kind of opens them up into something and kind of uh, awakens something in them that oh maybe I want to be this kind of person you know maybe I want to try something new yeah I really like that is this something that you mm. yeah. so going you know uh, thinking ahead what do you like you know what's the bigger picture for for some Asian would you eventually want to create Well, cats mm-hmm. out of the bag, but we're thinking of sending out, um, making apparel this time because the face mask was um, a warm up for me. You know, I just got back in the industry. I just got back into designing. So let's start something small. So now I think I'm ready to really push forward to designing my apparel and let's see, let's see what else comes into mind. Because whenever I design, you know, it's so frustrating, but my brain, it works last <laughs> minute. So sometimes I would design yeah. for days and then something will come up <laughs> and then a totally new design will come into production. So it's, it's funny and frustrating at the same time because, you know, the amount of time you put into the design and then it will be totally shifted to something else. Um, but then it will come out really uh, much more better than your first. But the amount of stress. That's the thing. <laughs> the amount of stress is like yeah. So uh, I let's see, let's see how my mind works. But we're working on exciting stuff for some. Very exciting. So, uh, where can people find you? Oh, you can just find us in Instagram. Um, I would. Uh, you can find us in Facebook. But we're more active in Instagram. Though we will. We will reply in Facebook. So it's Instagram at someasian.co. And that is all for this week, guys. Thanks for joining me. If you have any suggestions or want to be a guest on the show, please follow and message me on Facebook, Instagram, and on Twitter at Be Close Enough Podcast or at Bendo Machine. That is B-E-N-D-O-M-A-C-H-I-N-E. I'll catch you all next week. And remember, you're doing fine. You're doing good. And that's close enough.